Hi, everybody. It's Elle here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to our partners and our supporters and the people that edit and put this show together over at Pretty Easy Podcasts. Now, we get a lot of compliments on how the show sounds and how it looks on YouTube, but that would not be without Pretty Easy Podcasts and the amazing team that they have. If you are looking to create your own podcast or maybe you have some ideas of some social media endeavors, Pretty Easy Podcasts has the technology, the equipment, and the skills to make your podcast sound great at your own disposal at your own time so record from home your office a park wherever they will help you out please give them a email at prettyeasypodcast.com once again that is prettyeasypodcast.com and thanks for listening Yeah, so what did you gather? For, did you gather a lot of information? I didn't gather a lot of information. <sighs> gathering. Gathering, hunter-gatherers. <laughs> hunter-gatherers. Um, Mom, Dad, I'm a gatherer. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that was the first original? Like, coming oh, out? He's about to be gay because oh, he's a shit. gatherer. He's, he's a little... All the all the good boys are going to get ready to hunt. With get ready like, to hunt, but you wanted to gather with the girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're Probably right. the first example of around there. <laughs> BC. Was that like, when was that? A long, a long time, time ago. ago. Um, I don't I think got, people were quite people yet. Like, like we're like, we're, I think we are the Homo erectus. God, I should know that. I think the, we, the humans right now are Homo erectus. What's that mean? We're standing um, up straight. Standing, standing up. Humans yeah. that stand up. And then before it was like Homo Cro-Magnon? Ooh, I think I just made that up. Don't homo me. Cro-Magnon. Hey, Siri, define Homo Cro-Magnon. I hope I didn't make that up. I hope that's a real word. You're right. An early form of modern... I don't know, girl. Let me right? see. Right? But those words are together. It says Cro-Magnon, an upper paleotic population of humans regards as a, a pro- prototype of modern... Homo species. Bear, 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 I was kind of right. No, skeleton. No, I'm, I'm, let me finish. Mm. Skeletal remains found mm. in a uh, girl. The words are getting harder. Oh, and I harder. know. I know. Agur. <laughs> ah, sound it out. Ag, ag, Christina Agulera. I know. It's. I can't say this word. But cave in southern France. That's where the, the artifacts. Cro-Magnon Aguilera was yeah. the first. Yeah. <laughs> Cro-Magnon uh, had. a had a long head, mm-hmm. broad broad face. Ooh, ugly already. You know, this is like the caveman. Struck in, sunken eyes and reached a height of approximately five feet nine. Me. It's me. I'm Cro-Magnon. You are. <laughs> I'm a Cro-Magnon person. <laughs> go, go to the picture of Cro-Magnon. Uh, it's you. Right. Put it up. <laughs> it's you in that, um, what I like to call that one. What's that one that you have? That one picture that people circulate as a meme sometimes. It looks like you just sat on a tack in your chair you know which one I'm talking about? Mm. Where you're like, oh yeah, the um, the musical chairs one. Yeah, Sound the mu- attack. <laughs> Big tack. That's exactly what I imagine. Well, <laughs> it's another time of the year again. What what time is it? We're on the devil's doorstep. I think that's what it. That's where we are in the season. Ah, uh, after false fall. False fall. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody, if you're listening to this. You're listening to Queer Late Night. I'm your host, Elle McCullers. And Queer Late Night's a show where we give community members from the queer community a platform 
to spread their gospel. I didn't read the script tonight, but <sighs> the gospel is, and the gossip and the gossip. We have the pleasure of having Ricky Roman Hello. filling in as guest, the mother I've <laughs> never had, <laughs> the sister. She is the moment. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Hi, how are you? I don't you? even want to say the person's name for that reference. Yeah. I'm very well. I'm warm. Not right now. I'm comfortable now. Oh, it was a hot day. House hot, y'all. It's a house. It's a house. It's a hot day. It's a hot. It was a hot day today. But I'm so well. Blessed and highly favored. Busy. I'm busy. I know you've been busy this week. Shoots oh and God. gigs. Feast or famine. What the fuck? Are you feasting right now? It's funny, I'm feasting on the work, but famining in my pockets still somehow. Oh, man. That's okay. What the fuck I can't, is that? I get, I go, what? That sounds upside down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to my world. <laughs> it's, it's no one's fault but mine. But the hands are busy. Your hands are busy. That's good. Mm-hmm. Busy hands means busy mans. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, honey. That, that means the devil don't have time to, to take them over, right? Because idle hands are the devil's playground. <laughs> okay um well i had a great week so you want to ask yeah. me about my week so far mm, it looks like it's good <laughs> how are you friend oh uh, i'm doing good i am you look good she is wish y'all could see her she's glowing i am always glowing. i've been using a lot of different products these days i went to a dermatologist i told you guys about that let me turn this down a little bit i sound like a man i'm a woman um no i went to a dermatologist so i was able to kind of balance out my skin and find like medications that will like keep the cysts from coming up and leaving me these dark marks okay and i've been like you know i started off with neutrogena i remember when i was like smearing that stinky shit all over my face and now i'm like you know Shout out to Kiehl's. I'm going to be asking you for a sponsorship, but I use a lot of Kiehl's products. Oh, God. They're so nice. They're so nice. Oh. They're very expensive. So expensive. But you know what? They tell you in the start of like, all you need is a dime full, bitch. You should see me. I measure it out. <laughs> I put it on the pinky nail, Half and I'm like, oh, that's worth. too much. <laughs> Just like that. The little like cross. I'm like, look. Uh-huh. Ah, yes. The T-zones. The T-zones. Yeah. I do that. It's but a baby T. Yeah. The Not even been, the capital. The week's been pretty, pretty good. Did we? Did we have any banner? I didn't watch last week's season of Drag Race. Did you see it? Oh, it was it was interesting. They, we finally got to the game within a game. Oh Ryan yeah, Ryan. I oh, saw a lot end. of clips of Silky Nutmeg and Naj. So I can only hope that this is a good thing for her. I don't want to say that was a spoiler, but there is a lot of her. It's, it's, I don't. I think that's. A, I don't think that's a spoiler, but like you can't. I mean, you uh, haven't seen it, so you uh, don't know the context. I'm watch it tonight. You don't know the context. It was entertaining. It was good. Very entertaining. A nice switch up from. The reg- regularly scheduled programming. Oh, it's a switch up. It's the game within a game. An episode dedicated just to the game within a game. Remember, she been talking about this all season. I was about to be like, "Bitch, if you come on, we we can't do this all year." Yeah, isn't there another uh, fucking season coming out after this one? Not always, always yeah, in a different country now. It's, it's everywhere. You can't escape it. <sighs> RuPaul needs to pay for me to go back to school. <sighs> Imagine. <laughs> I wish. Um, and then is there anything in the news? Drag Queen Scholarship. There's the, they just released this week that you can go ahead and get your, your Pfizer, your Pfizer shot. Well, is it like new, new and improved or like, am I okay or am I still fucked? You know, I I wasn't reading too much into it because I I feel like, why should I? 
I already <laughs> it's got gonna it. It's going to change tomorrow. Boom. Right. I mean, they told us that we could take our masks off, and then they were like, nah. Put them back on. No, take them off. No, put them back on. Put them back on. on. Let me yeah, see. You're not in New York City. And, you know, if you guys listen to this, this is going to be a fresh episode. Mm. New York City now is not letting you in certain establishments unless you have this you know, vaccine, vaccine, which I'm pretty sure everyone knows. But oh, yeah. I've been seeing some exactly people new. freak out at the gym. Why? This dude was like, so he was this last week. He was like, so if I come in here next week, he's like, she's like, yeah, per state law. She kept saying per state law. Right. It's yeah. not us. Right. And he was like, so I can't come in. I was like, I was about to be like, bitch, you cannot come in. She just said that. Without proof of vaccination, yeah, right? Yeah, proof of vaccination. Interesting. So they check at which, they check? They check. They oh, check once. Oh, good. They just yeah, check yeah. And, and mark your profile, you know? Right. You don't have to like do too much. But right, right, right. People have done, people, you know, just get your vaccination. You would think that they, it's like they're asking for you to allow them to give you a prostate exam right there right there like it's that sort of invasiveness <laughs> i guess some people don't want to get it but they have the right to like deny you entry so yeah i mean you, you got a right and they got a right you know what if you if you don't get the vaccine you know what you should do is you should stand at your front door and ask everyone like did you get the vaccine and they tell you yes you should not let them inside your house there are some businesses that are doing that and they are getting in trouble because that <laughs> is the opposite of what we should be doing <laughs> This fucking really people yeah. are doing that i this guy in california he owns an italian restaurant he was like with a proof of no vaccination you can you get like a free something and it, it was on the news how was it people proving that didn't get vaccinated i don't know what in the fucking florida mentality <laughs> the fuck that was about because it was in california but it was disappointing oh mm. i i get it you gotta be difficult somehow but whatever just get the vaccination. All right. Well, it's time to move on. We have our own topic tonight. We are changing out the foot. There's a game within a game. We do <laughs> not have a guest because we don't need one. We are keeping it simple and light, breezy, and easy. What is our – do you have a question for the podcast? Oh, ooh, I, ooh, you wrote some down. Can we can we pull one from there? Because I don't remember. Oh, yeah, you don't remember? No. Also, we changed not. the name of it. It's now going to be called Queer Question. I like Queer that. Question. Um. Okay, so I get to pick a question. Well, didn't you write them down? Can we look at them? Come on, we we wrote down a bunch the other day. You you know I did I did it in my laptop. Uh, and my laptop's not near. Hold on, let's get the intern to get my laptop. Oh intern, oh, Elena. Oh pit crew. Elena comes over. Jake comes with out your of laptop in her mouth. She has. Look at Hello. her. She's here. She said yes. I was summoned. Y'all have food. Elena, you should be a guest one day. Elena, you got any words for the people? No. That's from Elena. There you the have it, folks. There, there you have it. I don't, okay, so I'm not thinking of a question on the fly right now. Okay, sure. Okay, we so here's that. my question. Okay. Do you think my dog's going to knock over this recorder? No. Okay. No, no, no. Here's a, here's a weird question. The real, the real question. Okay. The real queer question of the day is, what was it about? You know, another student in grade school when you were, you know, a kid in school. What was it that made you think they were rich? Like, did you? What was? What would it be on them, or they would have, or? That's not even something I started thinking about till you get to like maybe late middle school or high school. You really start seeing how that classism divides mentalities. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. maybe. I think it, I don't, it maybe was around freshman year that I really started noticing, like, oh, whose family got money? And it was through the clothes, clothes, bags. 
Mm. Yeah, definitely like brands. I always thought people were rich when they like, I feel like they always kept the, the people that got the free lunch in the back. Oh, not me. They're like, here, come up here, stupid. Come up here, poor, so we could laugh at you. <laughs> Did you get to get dessert? Oh, I had I free lunch. I had a reduced lunch, and I remember, like, my friend was like, "Did you just pay fifty cents for my for the meal? It's like five dollars or like whatever, three seventy five. I was like, "Really? You don't? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. Your mom must have more money. Than oh, mine. you have money. That's nice. Leave me alone." <laughs> okay yeah that was how i knew i don't know no i feel like also i might have known it's, it, you, it can be sensitive at the time but in retrospect i'm like whatever whatever it's gross it is what it is yeah we're selling the same slop yeah it's not it's just plastic and paper what mm-hmm. do you mean i just pay a lot less for it that's it i know that's did you right. get to go on all the field trips um Were you even allowed I up wasn't. until you know all of like the regular field trips that like you got on a bus for but when you got to high school bitch and then the kids were going to greece and italy and shit my parents were like nah not you uh-uh. not worth it <laughs> you can watch them on facebook would you have gone would you go absolutely you- i would cried i was so upset they wouldn't let me go how much was class it trips um, it was around two thousand dollars oh, for God, like a no, week. Baby, you would have been. I would have took you to the fucking <laughs> Olive Garden. Ah! I'm like, look, Greek ah! food, Italian. What kind Greek. of food is this? I would have been it, a quote unquote like, Italian food at Olive Garden, if you could call it that. Oh my God, <laughs> the, they have the same breadsticks we've got in actually grade school. Yeah, I don't know. People love that bullshit. That baguette. Olive Olive Garden breadsticks. I don't know. I've got my own trash though. I there there's garbage. I like for me, it's not. Olive Garden. Uh, Olive Garden breadstick. It comes in the form of a Big Mac. Give me a Big Mac. Yeah, I'm going to shove that up my ass. <laughs> you can keep your Olive, sorry, Olive Garden breadstick. I don't want your Olive Garden breadstick. You know what I want? I want you to make me a chicken with mac Ooh, sauce. With mac sauce and cheese. And cheese. <sighs> and when I'm feeling spicy, bitch. I want you to throw a little tomato on there. Okay. Just to class, doll, it, up. class it up a little mm-hmm. bit. Doll it up. Yeah. Um, but I know, love shushing the menu. <laughs> They don't. The they people hate on the it. counter, they're like, why can't you just get it the way it is? I'm like, Make sure you take the um, lettuce off for me, mommy. <laughs> you know when it comes so fucked up and you're like, you did this on purpose. <laughs> you, you're just fucking with me. <laughs> you know I said you no like lettuce. Mm-hmm. And lettuce. why would I want mac sauce and mayo? That. 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 Okay, where I didn't <laughs> say hold the mayo, I was really hoping you had... The for the mental fortitude to know that I didn't want that. Also, no, they Come don't. On. They give a shit. No, they don't. This is Queer Late Night. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform, or watch episodes on YouTube by searching Queer Late Night. And now back to the show. Well, we're at like, you know, we're, we pick the topics. What's our topic? Tell them about our topic. Oh, but you pick, came up with such a good like alliteration for it. Stop making it sound like I create the whole show. Why do you keep hitting yourself you with that? Because I feel so dumb. <laughs> I, um, I know the, the general idea. You came up with a really good title for it the other day. The, the really good title for this episode of Queer Late Night is called Talk Toxicity. And it's in the form of a lot of toxic things that we've learned 
especially you know on the masculine um, spectrum mm-hmm. is taught to us uh-huh. we didn't just walk out of the you know the vagina the vajayjay mm-hmm. um learning or uh, knowing like uh-huh. Pink is for girls and blue is for, that's the most annoying thing I've actually, uh, one of the top 10. If you could put together a list of things that's taught, that's so stupid, and that you can't even describe to some people, I think the pink is for girls and the blue is for boys. That's my, that's a number I one. I know it. Yeah, very frustrating. And you know what's funny is like my mom taught me that. My mom, guess what my mom's favorite color is? Blue. It's blue. God bless she her. won't wear pink. If I bought her anything uh, pink, she won't. She's not gonna wear it. She's not a pink person. Uh-huh. But you know, that's our topic for tonight. So um, we're gonna take a little break because I have to get those questions that we have. Yes. Oh yeah, we got some good ones. All right. All right. First question. My first question is for you mm. on this show today: mm. Mm. Is what is the most, uh, I guess, feminine thing that you, I guess hid in your closet and did in your room i know i saw the video on youtube but um you know what, what, yeah you know hid in my closet like a when <laughs> <laughs> give me a time frame of secrecy <laughs> like when you were younger like okay. when you were like a little kid like when you like for me, like I used to dance around my mom's church heels all the time. I used to like cut up her dresses and stuff. And I don't know own. if the, you're not talking about like a physical closet, right? Just like proverbially. Proverbially, okay. I don't. I um, my mom caught me dancing with my shirt tucked inside out, like so I could make a little bralette. Do you oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Up and over the middle. You know, I what I'm love saying? that. I do it. Yeah, yeah I do you it. know. <laughs> uh, can't dance into Madonna when I was like eight. Oh, which song? Oh, man. It was. Do 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 do. <laughs> was it Jeopardy? Or you dancing uh, the Jeopardy? I was dancing uh, Madonna for Jeopardy. Yes. It's a real song. Yeah. What song is that? Mm. Borderline. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. That's what I should do for drag. <laughs> That's a good song. That was a, a good song. I would have yeah. been like, yeah. Oh, mama, oh, my shirt came undone so quick. And she was like, we both just looked at each other. <laughs> and then she stepped out of the room. Did she slowly shut the door? Yeah. She was like, okay. Walks over to your brother's room. He's starting a fire inside the house. Right. She's, She's like, like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Fire. Oh, good. Something boyish. Um, for me, I think I really enjoyed church heels i used to be obsessed oh at least your mom wore heels i got mom didn't even real oh she, she hated st- it she stopped like wearing them heels when as we started to get older so there was none for me to steal maybe as like a preemptive <laughs> like let me stop i didn't steal i borrowed them borrowed yes. yeah uh, my mom had weak ankles back then and she had like these really See, like the kitten church heel it wasn't quite a kitten it was more or less like a a pop oh a solid oh. pump, like a solid three and a half. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, mommy, going to church. Yeah. Yes, it's close uh-huh. to hookerish. Closer to God, you meant? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're hooking higher. Je- hooking for Jesus. Hooking for Jesus. No, um, it was no. a little. It, it was like a. It was a payless shoe, mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever yeah. the store was. Yeah, back yeah. Then. 
And I used to like wait for them to pull out of the driveway. I would wait for them to pull out of the driveway, watch the car go down the road, and then I would wait an extra like give it a beat. Give it a beat. Like I would like sit on the counter in the kitchen and wait just to make sure they didn't forget nothing because my mom would stay forgetting stuff. Like Oh yeah. Oh, does that ever happen? They come back and you're like <gasps> <laughs> It's like it it makes your heart drop out oh, of your ass. It's the scariest feeling. Yeah, they caught me. Dan now I now at this point of my game, I had um I had gotten to the slips too. And then I got into the scissors. So when they mm. caught me, I had made myself a whole like Destiny's Child. Like, I always called myself making the. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you were making that? costumes out of your mom's clothes? Yeah. <laughs> you think she was going to notice? <laughs> I want to see these looks. It, were they runway worthy? They were they ready were, for the runway? I was always runway. calling myself the fourth member of Destiny's Child. So Latavia? just remember. Uh, the other, other fourth one? Uh, the other, the the one that didn't get a chance to try out. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no screen time. No screen time. No singing time either. No, listen, if you like had some issues with Tina Knowles' designs, hmm. then you can only imagine my design. Okay. Yeah, it was like hmm. a lot. It was a lot of paper clips, but I looked cute. And when they caught me, they were like, "What is this?" Did they catch you in it, or did they just oh, find they the caught garment? me in the heels? I was in the sheets. I was giving a live like studio performance, a whole show, a whole show. At this point in the show, I was in front of Beyonce, like that. Yeah, by like that time, like Melanie got in front of like Nicole. I yes. was like doing a lot of that in my mm -hmm. head, mm -hmm. and then they really never talked about it. But I'm pretty sure they were like, "Yeah, this is." Well, how old were you at that point? I had to be at least nine or ten. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to like take like little blocks and make little heels out of myself. I used to be obsessed with heels. Like the used why, to uh, the reason the obsession's why I, only grown it's only grown and it's got a little bit more expensive yeah and they don't really last through my like weight but i'm finding <sighs> shoes that last now pleasers please, the pleasers please build them for men come on they built these for people with big feet like me people um, with big feet that's right thank you um next question mm -hmm. how old were you when you realized it wasn't accepted to be such a little sissy sissy boy sissy boy <laughs> Um, probably when I was like 10, my dad signed me up for, uh, it was like T-ball. It wasn't even like real baseball. Maybe it was like, no, there wasn't a stick. Yeah. Someone was throwing a ball because it hit me in the face <laughs> and I was pissed and I didn't want to go and I cried. I cried. I cried my way out of it. My dad was upset. I wanted to go T-ball. No, it wasn't T-ball. It was, there were, there were balls being thrown. T-ball is when it's on the stick. Yeah, and um, when it's on the cone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't T-ball. It was actual. Someone was pitching the ball. And what were you I, supposed to do? Dodge it? Hit it? Hit it with the stick? Oh, you didn't hit it with the stick. Did you no. have the stick in your hand? Uh, yes, I got hit in the face a couple of times, and I really, really hated it. I feel like someone was like coming for you. I think so. Yeah, I didn't quite fit in with these boys either. No, that and also Boy Scouts. God, I fucking you were a Boy Scout. It. Oh my God! Yes, and you know what they call them at that that age? Before you're a Boy Scout, there's a, there's one younger. What's that called? It's called Weeblo. <laughs> if you could see his face right now, it's a lot like the Catholic Church. The Weeblo. Um, yeah. I was I was in a Boy Scout. I don't remember what I was called. Sketchy. I was in a troop too. Oh really? Yeah. Did I, you have to sell the popcorn? We didn't sell cookies. We sold popcorn. Uh, you had to sell something, right? We, I don't know if I got to that that mm. that part of the penning. I got to like the building a like car with your dad part. My dad did not want to do that at all. I mean, I'm not even sure if he enjoyed it. We built a car though. I can say we did build a car. Mm. Um, did was it bonding or was it stressful? 
really I feel like he was a little you. bit more <laughs> He was like, okay, I'm trying to do this, but he sees that you're not into it and you're both just I was out kind now. of into the Boy Scouts until, okay. it, until it got weird. So, I just it's noticed. A right off, I, was like, I was like, why is also, there like, a religious aspect to it? Is it? Yeah. It's it's like it's it's Christian-y. I f- fuck if I know. I I was already <clears throat> growing into my bitchy little ways. Sure. Because I already started noticing. I was like, wow. Um, Ooh, I'm not the like cu- these other boys. The cup master's son has a lot of badges. Mm. Mm. Sus. Some, Bitch. I was like, what are you doing? Like, how are you getting so many? Mm-hmm. I was Spoiled. Like, yeah. I always remember that I would get invited to things last. So. You got invited to things? <laughs> <laughs> I got invited to things very much last. I was uh-huh. like, this shit sucks. So uh-huh. I quit that. But um But were you allowed to? Like how did you were you was your dad or your parents like, no, you gotta me, stick with this? No, no. I, they didn't want me to stick with very much of anything. I mean I wasn't you know, for some people that was like, Why oh, I, I don't know how he's gay. I'm like, Well, you didn't go to my football game or my baseball mm. basketball game, but hey, teach yourself, right? Mm-hmm. I guess. Um all right, what do you have? Do you have any questions? Not like questions, but like you can think of new questions. Yeah, um, I don't know if this is quite on par with the subject, but when did you have your first boy crush? Oh my god, my first boy crush! Oh, I had so many. I had a lot, a lot. Yeah, but the first one. The f- <laughs> I'm trying to think. It's been a long, foggy 32 years. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So the one I can only think of right now is this kid. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, should I say it out loud? No one's listening. You, know, you can use his first name. Okay. I will say this. I, I've, I circle back on this, okay. and now I realize I've missed some few things. So when I say his initials, okay. you're going to be blown fucking away, okay? But don't respond. Okay, okay. you ready? Okay. So his initials, he was, he was in my 10th Okay, let me t- give some context. Mm-hmm. He okay. was in my 10th grade um, math class. We were friends, but I had like a like crush. Like I would just stare at the back of his head in math class. Just like, like infatuated, right? Yeah, like a fuck. You know. It was crazy. Um... But yeah, we were really cool. Um, his initials are KKK. <laughs> Whoa. I would not come to realize that for Why like, do I feel like that wasn't an accident? It when was you, when you're naming someone, you think of okay, these are this is what their initials are gonna look like. You have to, that has to be a crossing thought. It has to be right. It has to be. There's you no know, way it's and he was not like he didn't. He, you know, as far as microaggressions, I don't remember him ever being like racist. Sure, and I sure. do remember high school there being lots of race okay. problems, but not particularly him. But like the name, it, it didn't hit me until way after high school. Oh, sure. No, I was just going over his name and one of my like you know adult thoughts. I was like, oh. Wow, there's a lot of K's. I was like, I was like, too oh. many K's. I was like, wait, too many K's. But yeah, I, I was like in tenth grade. That's when I realized like. Oh, I'm not like everyone else here. Yeah. I didn't even know it was even called gay. Mm. I wouldn't find out for another year. I was a really slow learner. Okay, so what's something that you, what's your first memory of being taught something that you now know is absolutely toxic for a child to learn? That um, aggression is the answer. Oh, no, not that. Oh, yeah, my dad used to beat the out of us and one day i brought that attitude to class and i beat out of another kid 
and they I got I was in timeout in the principal's office. Yikes. Yeah, I felt really bad after. Like I feel bad in retrospect. I know that that wasn't, you know, you just you, you don't have the uh, communication skills. Yeah. To express your grievances because they're not so me. young. You know, you're not you haven't developed enough yet. But you know, I was like, all right, when my dad's upset at me because I did something wrong, he hits me. So that's what I want to do. You know, these are top behaviors, learned behaviors. What what did that person do that pissed you off at me? Oh, he was just being a little bitch. <laughs> he dragged his ass. I slapped him real we hard. We were really bad kids. I really yeah. egged that on. I was such a bad. I kid. I wasn't. I didn't get fights all the time. This happened like once, and I was like, okay, I can't do this in class. I was young. Yeah, must have been like seven. It was really young. Oh, oh okay, really so, young. Yeah. This wasn't even like middle school. This was like you know young young. Yeah, young. I think that stuck with me. I was like, I can't hit. Shouldn't hit the other kids. Yeah, you shouldn't put your hands on the kids. On other people, right? Uh, for me, I think my mom always like forced it on me and my brother to never cry. Mm. Very emotionally mm. like degrading. Like boys don't cry. Men your mother. To, men supposed to be tough. My mom very rarely cries. Actually, wow. I, uh, would I took that with me for a very long time? Is your mom a Leo too? She is not a Leo. She's a Virgo. Interesting. Yeah, which surprisingly I go for, along with it very well. Yeah. yeah, my mom's very funny actually. Uh-huh. But she always would tell us that we're not supposed to go, and, and even until like this, this uh, day, and my mom would probably try to say it, but she doesn't really say it anymore because she's like, "Yeah, life is hard." Because this is the first year that she's actually because of the panorama that happened outside. My parents address depression. And how yes. it's real. Yes, <laughs> it's not just a buck up type of thing. Yeah, they were like, wow. They were, my dad was like, I think I'm depressed. And my mom was like, I'm depressed. And It's was part like, of that generation. You know, they, they really didn't, they don't subscribe to that mental illness. And it's very many forms is a real thing. It's not anything emotionally like conceptual or mm-hmm. like, this is an emotion. Mm-hmm. Everything is like, mm-hmm. just, just go with it. I mean, I get it. Don't like, you know. Don't malinger in the sadness, but like saying, teaching a child that they're not supposed to cry, it's okay to cry. And now that I've learned that, I like crying. Sometimes I just cry at work. Oh, it's good. Right at work, right in front of my boss. I'm like, you know what? You just asked me to create another fucking chart. I'm going to cry. No, I'm just kidding. But mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's where we're going. There's a lot oh, of- I love a good cry. Yeah. You know when it pents up and sometimes you just, it comes out and you're like, I needed that. Um... And now, like, what's one thing that you actually had to unlearn that you didn't realize? Unlearn. Ooh, that's a good question. You know what? I'm having trouble kind of verbalizing it, but I have an instance that comes to mind when I was a younger teenager, maybe 14 or 15. My dad told me to um, walk with purpose when I was walking down the street. Because I feel like the inclination was that don't give off that you're a sissy boy because you're going to make yourself a target. Ultimately, I think that's what he was getting at. Oh. And I'm not going to say that I, it's, it was unlearned because it kind of put something in my head, you know. And as a kid, I was a little bit more naive. I came out young at 14. I felt I was really blind and naive to the... Um, the hatred and negativity of the world because I, there was so much positivity, positivity around me from my friends, regardless of my parents. My parents were awful about it. But my friends were good. You know, it's just 
was fine. It wasn't until I really started traveling, seeing more of the world, especially the South, you know, the Southern states in America. And I was like, oh, people hate us. People hate us and want to hurt us yeah. for existing. Got it. Yeah. I was going to ask, well, did not in, to bring out too much sadness or negativity, but like, was there ever a time that you did feel like yourself in danger or I guess harm's way because of your sexuality? Like, wait, guess, wait, wait, wait. Ask that, say that again. I'm sorry. You ever like feel like you were almost or ever gay bashed? Um, I got called names and cool in school sometimes, like in high school, but it was never to the point of violence. Not in my adolescence like that. As a young adult, however, if someone called me a name on the street, for example, when I was dating an ex of mine. We were walking around the Times Square area and, you know, around that area, it's it's not like New York locals, it's not really people that live there, it's tourists. We I was a tourist at the time too. It's people from other places, you know, I don't know what, why people go to Times Square, it's a giant billboard. Like the lights are pretty, yeah. but it's all just advertisements, you know, it's always at a destination. Um. Anyways, this guy walked by and I was holding my boyfriend's hand and he was like, oh, it's fucking disgusting. I shoved this grown ass man to the ground so fast. He had the fear of God in his eyes. He was not expecting that from my little gay ass. And I was like, you want to say that again? He didn't. And he, he got up and started walking away. I was like, okay. I was, at, I was so full of anger at that point too of like pent up like i'm not going to be bashed on like uh, disrespected on the street yeah like i would ne because i would never yeah i'm like whoa you are so dumb and you are st filled with so much hate and ignorance that you would express that to a stranger yeah i'm not gonna say my mama raised me better but she must have because that's something i know not to do yeah. but if you're gonna come at me like that on the street look Maybe it's dumb that I even aggress and antagonize, and because it does put me in danger. I'm not going to be disrespected on the street. Yeah, no, no that's definitely. You know what I mean? And it happens so often, mm. especially like from, you know, toxic masculinity. Mm. You know, we don't worry about what anyone else does, but the minute we do something uh -huh. different, uh huh, it's. A, you know a bunch I, of aggression from everywhere totally and that and comes in even the form of just looks it can be looks you and know you, and, and it's nice to you put on a, you turn a look and yes people are going to look but sometimes the looks you get you know and just like you said my grandma always told me as a kid she's like you ain't got nothing nice to say by the way don't say nothing at all you know what i mean like Straight what up. good does it pay you to like bash someone like really what do you it comes from a place of ignorance and and and, and lack of intelligence i think some people just don't jealousy have jealousy um i think a lack of emotional intelligence you know so it, that's the part of the toxic traits that yeah. are learned yeah that you don't you know respect people mm -hmm. right to to it to, to, to at all in, in an extent mm. um i don't know what's the caveat of like i think that a lot of the toxicity that we experience through the different chapters of our, our queer lives, it, it it gives us more energy to put either positive or negative energy back out there. And it takes a lot of, I think, growing pains mm -hmm. to, to learn how to really like reciprocate love and affection and also at the same time like 
not accept like negative energy you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i was never really aggressive because i guess it never really dawned on me i feel like i have always lived my life in kind of like that same you know naive kid from salisbury maryland where i didn't notice a lot of microaggressions that i that was happening to me in the military it wasn't until like years later like during this last election and like learning so much more about my blackness mm. and, my, and my history and mm. How how you know we've been wrong so many times, and how systematically and inst- institutionally and structurally we're all you know we, it's it's on purpose. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, the damaging things are done on purpose. Mm-hmm. It made me it made me go back to like moments of when like my homosexuality in the military. You know, you reexamine right. Yeah, I reexamine mm-hmm. a lot of those things. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, there's been a lot of toxic things that has happened to me that. At some point, I know that wasn't, I didn't deal with things correctly. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's crazy because you, and when you're in such an institution like the military, it's an institution, right? I can say that it is an institution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you also, you quote unquote, grow a thick skin or turn a blind eye, but none of that, none of those things don't affect you in the long run. Because now I just think about maybe I, I laughed off way too many of those racist jokes, and I know I've laughed off way too many. If you yeah. were, to, you know, yeah. I, I was like nineteen, eight, eighteen, nineteen, joining this, so I hadn't heard a lot of this before, and I was like, oh, I guess it's funny, like this is, yeah, the cacao. But now, if I would go back and be like, that what they just said to you is so racist and so wrong, yeah, and they're getting away with it, it's not and good. They're getting away with it, yeah, yeah, it's in. And toxic, and and not only just the race part, because mm. I I want to keep this you know specifically about like toxicity, and, sure, you know, sure. but like you know being gay, I felt mm. like in the military I had to prove myself extra hard. Oh, I never absolutely. complained, I never cried, I never showed any other emotion other than aggression. You aggression are my book. hero in that less being a black queer military man, you know, ex Navy. Come on. When I, when I have people try to t- talk to me about kneeling for the flag, <laughs> you know, oh, I just don't. It's just, there's a lot of there's a lot of mixed communication, but that's just yes. You know, if people really was able to see the the fine details of the blueprint and see mm. how a lot of things are structurally made a certain way to keep us all blinded mm-hmm. to the greater good, mm-hmm. I think they would be more understanding to like what people are trying to say when they either kneel to the flag or they don't want to just accept something. Mm-hmm. You you can't say it's the land of the free and the home of the brave if you're not really doing that mm-hmm. on all 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 platforms and it's subjective in in ways. People. You know what I mean? Like sure. working mm-hmm. in healthcare, I see, you know, I see a lot of things that's like, oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey, you're listening to Queer Late Night, and I'm your host, Elmet Colors. While we don't have corporate sponsorships, we are accepting charitable donations, and we are looking to partner. We're currently partnering with Pretty Easy Podcasting that's in charge of the editing of the show, since I don't know what I'm doing. But if you're interested in supporting the show, you can always follow us on Instagram, and you can always go to our GoFundMe and contribute whatever you have. But until then, please continue listening to this episode. I'm your host, Elma Colors. Keep listening. Remember the first time you took me to the the girls section at H&M? I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to be over here. 
And he was like, close enough for gender. And then once you told me that, it was like something that unlocked my mind. And ever since then, I was like, you're right. They don't. Now you run circles around me in girls' clothes. Literally. I wish I had, you know, and I use the term, the term girls' clothes usually, but I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm so just, jealous. You got so many good looks, bitch. Just go to Wet Seal, baby. Wet Seal. <laughs> the rainbow. Go to Wet, good old, good old nasty Wet Seal. Seal 21. Um, Rue 21. You remember that place? Yeah, Oof. I love that place. Um, I don't know. I just think that it's fun being like who we are minus the like urge or the need to be like super like pseudo masculine. You know, like, I think it's getting better though where I have my, I don't want to say gripes, but like I'm... I understand when I was like 18, 19, and I was talking to someone who was like in their early 30s, there's, a, even though we're not that far apart, there's a slight disconnect in the generation, but specifically the generation that came before us, this like Gen Y and the Xenial, yeah. going into Millennial and now Gen Z, Gen Y and into us, we saw the time before the digital age yeah. and the social media. We were the first generation who grew up with it, and then Gen Z full on had it. Yeah, in their adolescence, the whole time, and, now and the way that this has affected them. each of us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, in, as young people, and how it has shaped the way we interact and how we are socially, where there are things that you know I feel that are harder for me to understand, but the generation that just comes with it, I do admire that there is a broader acceptance and a uh, more of a conversation about uh, the fluidity of gender. Yeah, that, you know what I'm saying with the younger generation. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, it's it's good. You know, that gives me some hope and really warms my heart. Yeah, I mean, I went to a school where like, what was the club? What was the club called? The gay, the club, the gay and lesbian club. Which one? We had one. Did you have one in your school? I had one in my school. Oh, the um, the gay straight alliance. I don't. I'm. Why was there? there might have been it was one something like that? But that's not where I wanted to go because that's not where the cute boys were. Oh <laughs> uh, no! Bag. Little did I know. Come to find out that I'm not gonna say his name. One of our very, very, very good friends. He was getting all the ding dong on the the swim team. I thought I was gonna get some dick from the drama club. No, not from these. Mm, de- <laughs> not from these thespians. <laughs> it was these these dudes on the low of the swim team. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> that mm, mm. I didn't get anything ever. Yeah, oh, but that's that actually, ended up being. We're talking about toxic. That ended up being toxic because these were the same guys who were like, "No, we didn't have a circle jerk. You didn't suck my dick. You didn't blow all of us." And then like would like, you know, make fun of you about it. Like you weren't those eyes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, that's that's mm, not good. So no, be who you are. Be who you are. Yeah, don't be homophobic. That's what you don't want. Especially if you're gay. Especially <laughs> if you're gay. Or Double queer. down on, especially if you're gay, but just don't mm. be homophobic in general, or transphobic mm. or or transphobic. And don't yeah. be phobic. Don't have a phobia. Don't have phobia about people. In it, don't be people phobic. Don't be people phobic. Not about their orientation or their skin color. It's not that hard. These are taught things too. You don't These come out the womb things. hating people. No, you, don't. you get taught this. You get taught them by, by some part of some negative part of the world. Um, I. Mm. I think I'm out. I think this is in a good conversation. It's good. It's a good start. Yeah. We'll have more. Yeah. You know. No, there's. I feel like there could be a few, a few chapters on this. Yeah. There's something I want to revisit that I feel like I'm not. 
We got on. We hit a few. Some Gaston. So they yeah, can talk about more about, about it. it. Absolutely. Because um, this is meaty. This is a this meaty is topic. a meaty a meaty talk. I love when you say that. I, it just it fits so many descriptors. Many things can be meaty. You know. Yeah. So I hope that doesn't gross people out. <laughs> you know that might be one of the words that I don't <laughs> it's like. One of those you words. Know, it's meaty. Because <laughs> I think of red meat, and I'm like. Ugh. Any meat, actually. You know, we gotta go. You, what's okay? So we gotta like finish it on a high note. Yeah. What's your? Do you do you have a favorite sushi spot? Oh, you know what? I do right now. It's on the fucking. Um, it's on my refrigerator upstairs. I feel like it's Akira. It's around the corner on uh. What, we're on Forty Fifth and Tenth. Oh, don't so, tell them where we live, bitch. There's a lot of there's like thirty buildings on the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna know when they look at the building. They're like, oh, they live here. Oh, it's it's definitely that one. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. At this party the other day, this guy was like, "I live on Forty Tenth. I was like, "Me too." And he was like, "Oh, you're in the Sky Building too." I was like, "No, not the Sky <laughs> Building. No, the other one. You know, the other one." And he's you're, like, "Oh, oh, mm. <laughs> no." Hold on. How about you? You got a favorite sushi spot? I, I know it. I don't. I was um. I have a I have a favorite chicken wing spot. You just kind of got into sushi. I feel like through me. Like, yeah, because I just realized I can like have um. Yeah, shellfish. Right. So I've been really right, enjoying right. that. Oh, okay. It's called Yuri Sushi. Y U R I on the corner of Forty Six and Ninth. Forty Six and Ninth. It's relatively cheap and it's so good. Ooh. Yuri, Y U R I, Yuri Sushi. Shout out to them. I love you so much. Okay, I love you too. I think we, is that what we ordered from last time? Yes. Oh, so good. So good. You know what I, I don't like about sushi? You order like four or five things and then you're like, it's like $40 and you get it and it's like maybe three trays. And you're like, it's <gasps> three inches by four inches. You're like, how is this $50? <laughs> but then you start nibbling on it and you're like, oh, it tastes good. It tastes good. And then you get full after three rolls and you're like, oh, damn. And then somehow, f- 45 minutes later, you're hungry again. Because seafood does not like really it do anything in your system now. Um, <laughs> any any plans coming up that you're going to be doing? Oh, you know what? Me and uh, Levi Carter are going to be at the X Room on Friday night. X Room in Springfield, Massachusetts. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 bam. Swinging our asses around the pole. Wait, are you going distance. next weekend too? I got to look at the schedule. I don't know. Are you going to be back on Sunday? Yeah. Guess who's coming to town? Who's coming to town? Jeremy Garcia. Really? Yeah. Does he still live in Florida? He is moving back as oh, he, he's going to stop. To Connecticut or New York? To Connecticut. Okay. Yes, he's going to stop. Oh, nice. I want us all to see each other. Yeah. It was the last time you saw him? When we got arrested. Oh, yeah. That'd be a great story. <laughs> we didn't get arrested. We had just got decriminalized, but we had an instance with the police. Remember that? Yes. At the park? Oh, why did we do that? That's, you know, we that's, were young. We were yeah, younger. 420, let's go to 420, a, let's go to the park. park that's closed. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the closed park. We're never going to catch us there. Yeah, we'll never see it coming. Mm-hmm. They were like, would you just throw it in your seat? Anyways, ah. if you've been listening to this, you're listening to a, another episode of Queer Late Night, a podcast in which we give people from the queer community, other queer artists, the opportunity to share their insight from their personal and professional journey. I got through that. I didn't read it this time. Mm-hmm. I did good. Well I didn't done. have to read it. I, um, I'm Elmet Colors, uh, producer, host, and we are so lucky to have our 
What's your name, bitch? It's, it's Ricky Roman. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that had the intern I'm so right lucky to have my, my neighbor come all the way downstairs. Uh, I'm so lucky <laughs> to have Ricky Roman as the co-host of this show. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can follow us on Instagram at Queer Late Night. You can follow me at E-L-L-M-C-C-U-L-L-A-R-S. That's Element Colors. And Ricky Roman, tell them what it is. Ricky. It's, it's at Ricky Roman 91 across all all of the platforms we will be switching over from only fans to just for, t- for just for fans stay tuned for that debacle yeah i'm about to be on just for fans too, bitch. <laughs> I, just, I need just just for me money Ooh, you just see they just increased the payout from 70 percent to 80 percent. i know i saw mm. i posted that oh yeah you did <laughs> i posted that bitch what do you think <laughs> <laughs> we um, love you we love you good night good night